0: Hey there, welcome to the City Rev Life podcast. I am Pastor Justin, sitting here with Pastor Craig. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we're glad that you are joining us. Uh, We're in the middle of a series called Verses That Aren't Verses, and I'm excited about today's verse that's not a verse. Um, That's right. So, um, the thing we've been doing the past few is I have some sort of joke. You have high expectations for another dad joke. Yeah. To introduce, you know, we had second opinions in one of the episodes. We had hesitate, a great verse from Hesitations. hesitations. Um, I don't have a book. Mm-hmm. you know that this from but i think it's the, what we're talking about is mo money mo problems is that yeah. right uh no but yeah i mean we're talking about money we're talking about money yeah yeah, yeah. but we're not quoting that no it's no. not a biggie podcast not it's this not, time not this time not that was a terrible time. that wasn't even a joke that, that was, wasn't that even was a quote. joke it was a quote
1: but hey man i appreciate it's it the best you're I got. trying you're okay. trying no the phrase we're looking at today is money is the root of all evil. Have you have you heard this? I have heard that. Money right. is the
0: well, you know, money is the root like somebody, some rich guy does something crazy. Well, you know, money is money the root, is of, the all root of all evil. And, and everybody's it, like, yeah, yeah, it's true. And it does, it sounds like a Bible verse because it's
1: very similar to yeah. a Bible. Verse. So First Timothy six, verse 10 says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the truth and pierced themselves with many pangs. So it's really close. The Bible does say the love of money Mm. is a root of all kinds of evil. So it's very close to saying money is the root of all evil, but it's not, it's not the same thing, right? We're talking about the love of money being the root of evil, not money. itself. So
0: break that down. So the money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Uh, what then does that imply and how is that different from First Timothy six?
1: Right. So if we say that money is the root of all evil, uh basically what we're saying is that money is bad. And right. money it, it's kind of a, an objective statement that money is sinful, that having yeah. money is wrong, that having money is yeah. bad, that we should avoid money.
0: I think I have some money in my wallet. Well Wow,
1: look at it. You got a lot of money in your wallet. Wow. It's
0: because I got I recently got I hardly ever came. Here's Whoa. a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, See. Time. Yeah. exactly. Can now, get you about four <laughs> gallons of gas with uh, this yeah. money.
1: <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is evil. Yeah. This right. If we, if is we said evil. If we said money is root of all evil. This piece of, of evil, paper is out to, to kill people. <laughs> right. If we said money is root of all evil, then you should get rid of it. Right. If the Bible said that money is evil, then you should not have money. Right. Right. But oh, we sure. know that's not true. I mean, Jesus sure. used money. Uh, we have people in the Bible. They have money. Um, there were even wealthy people in the Bible. God even used wealthy people like Abraham had a lot of money. Solomon was maybe the richest king of his day. Um, there was a lot of people who had money who used money. And so money itself is not evil. Money right. is is kind of a part of life. I mean, yeah. money's been it's around forever. It's like morally forever. neutral.
0: You can use yeah. money for good purposes. You can use money for evil purposes. Yeah.
1: Money's been around. Wealth
0: has been around really forever.
1: Um, but what the Bible is warning us against is that the love of money is the root of all evil and, hmm. and loving money really is a dangerous thing because when we love money uh, really the enemy can twist and use that to make uh, money really a temptation and and money is a big enough powerful enough force in our world yeah. uh, that money can become something we can worship in the sense of this right Not in the sense that we're mm. literally bowing down to our wallets but in the sense that we can live our lives for the purpose of accumulating more money. And that is dangerous because that then sets you up in a situation where you're choosing to live your life in a way where you can honor God or where you can make more money. Sometimes
0: it becomes that different, that clear of a
1: decision point. And that's what Jesus is warning us against.
0: Yeah. And hearing you say that, you know, we, you mentioned, we don't bow down to our wallets, but it's interesting. in. Almost all of the um, like polytheistic religions, yeah. where there's multiple gods, paganism, um, a lot of the um, religious background of some of the nations that Israel encounters in the Old Testament, there is a god for prosperity. There's a god for fertility. There's yeah. a god for providing means, if right. you will. So, in a very real way, you know, there is in antiquity there are deities that you pray to offer sacrifices to for the sake of right. wealth and abundance because right. wealth
1: has always been a desire for people right, right? because of what it can provide right mm-hmm. it can bring me comfort it can bring me a sense of security yep it gives me the ability to do new things right like there's yeah there's all these things that money can bring. Um, yeah. but it's not the money itself right Money is part of life but but the love of money can can be dangerous and so maybe yes. we should cover some of the what sure. the Bible says about that right so the Bible yeah. talks um in Ecclesiastes verse five or chapter five verse 10 mm. says he who loves money will not be satisfied with money mm. nor he who loves wealth with his income this also is vanity and right. and one of the first warning signs we get of why the love of money is the root of all evil is that there's never enough money if you love right. money you'll never have enough money you'll right. never be satisfied with your income you'll never be satisfied with what's in the bank you always need more mm. want more think you know you need need the next step and need more of it yes
0: interesting and as you were looking that up as you were referencing that first timothy passage I looked it up, and I I never realized this, but apparently that phrase, love of money, it's actually a compound word in Greek where uh, Paul takes the word love uh, and the word for silver or or money, and he combines it into one word. He makes it into one word, and then the word evils is plural. So that's why we translate it all kinds of evils, because uh, it's saying that there are Like you just mentioned, there are different types of evil that stem from the love of money, different categories. It's not just going to be the same conclusion every time. There's different ways in which, um, and so that idea of you're never satisfied, it's never enough, Mm -hmm. your life is perpetually discontent. So go on, I I see you. Yeah, so Jesus
1: even mentions
0: about, when he's talking about money, Mm.
1: right? Jesus says, and this is one of my favorite verses just because of how shocking it is, the way Mm. Jesus talks about it. He talks in Matthew 6, he says, no one can serve two masters, Mm. for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. So he sets this up, right? Teaching people, Mm. hey, you can't serve two masters because you'll love one and hate the other. And when I read it, I'm expecting him to be like, oh, you can't love God and love the devil or something, right? But he says you cannot serve God and money Hmm. because money has that sort of a powerful grip or can have that sort of a powerful grip Mm. in our lives. Kind of like we said earlier that you can be tempted to make decisions based on what will make me more money, where Jesus is saying the whole... Um, call of Jesus is to pick up your cross, to lay down your life and follow after him. Mm. And so a lot of the decisions we make as Christians, we are called to maybe go against what serves us the best, if it is better for the kingdom of God. And if we're Mm. living for money, um, it's hard to do that all yeah. the time because cause sometimes the best decision for the kingdom of God doesn't make me the most money. Yeah uh, that th- those two interests don't always line up and that's what Jesus is warning.
0: And even if you do have a lot of money and you're someone who's a citizen of the kingdom of God, what God might call you to do with your lots of money is to use it as a blessing to others with radical generosity, you know, and for that blessing that God has given to you to flow through you. Yeah. Um, and I, I even think of the old Testament laws about, you know, the fields that they had, they were told, Hey, don't harvest your fields to the very edge, leave it for the poor the widow. Yeah. So, and then just even the practice of Sabbath, don't go out and keep working to make more money. Right. Trust that God, by you taking a day to rest and focus on God, trust that God is going to bless you and provide for you. So,
1: yeah, I mean, the, lo- the love of money being the root of all evil isn't in the Bible, but the love of money is dangerous, yeah. right? Or I should say, I should say, money being the root of all evil is in the Bible, right? But the love, love of money, money is the, the root, root of all, all kinds of evils is, is there in the Bible, and it's for a reason, right? Jesus warns us, even that, I mean, even he says in Matthew 19, he says it's easier, and you probably heard this one before, right? It's easier for a camel to go mm-hmm. through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Yeah. Like that's, that's a stern warning that yeah. like, that having wealth, the Bible does not say that having wealth is wrong or sinful, but the Bible does say that loving money and even having wealth can be a temptation. It's and a stumbling it's, block. Yeah. And it can be dangerous for our spiritual health Yeah, because it money can consume us. Yeah. And the love of money can really draw us away, uh, away from God. So, I think if we're if we're trying to really, you know, in this series, we're looking at verses that aren't verses and we're looking at Mm -hmm. um, trying to be accurate with what the Bible tells us um, that the Bible doesn't say that it's wrong to have money. And sometimes we can weaponize this phrase as well. Yeah. And we can say, well, money's the root of all evil. And we can just kind of villainize wealthy people and be like, well, if you're wealthy, that must mean you're sinful.
0: Yeah, uh, you're not righteous, and yeah, and I think uh, what is it the uh, tenth, tenth commandment, ninth commandment, um, uh, envying, right, right, like coveting yeah. your neighbor's donkey. Yeah, you know? right. So yeah, like his donkey is he's got, a nice got more. Donkey. He's got a nice donkey. <laughs> I you know? wish my
1: donkey was like his. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: right. So it's like <laughs> the scripture is clear. Like sometimes I hear what you're saying. Sometimes people, Christians, will say you know towards someone who has. Maybe a successful business and has has incredible wealth, right yeah. and say, well, you know how evil that person is like, guy. yeah, and making that assumption
1: yeah and it, and it's not wrong it's not wrong to have that money and and honestly like God like like someone like Solomon right that was God's blessing on his family
0: really yeah. that brought him that wealth and, and really God and it's good that. to know about Solomon. That that ended up being a stumbling block. Right. 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 So. So yeah.
1: having money is not wrong. It's not evil. Yeah. But there's there's a big warning a there warning. that right. to be wealthy carries a great responsibility and you must be on guard. Yeah. Because wealth can just take over our heart and the love of money can take over our heart. Yes. And so God does have a lot of commands in scripture for us to use wealth wisely for yeah. his purposes, yeah. right? So we're called to be generous. We're called to take care of those in need. Yeah. I mean, Jesus says, if, if someone comes to you in need and ask, give to them without yeah. asking for a return. Like mm-hmm. we're called to be charitable, as the old Christians would say, uh, and really to uh, avoid and to fight and to push back against that love of money that can creep up in our hearts in yeah. our minds.
0: I, I've heard um, Tim Keller uh, in a message one time, I think I was in the car just listening to a sermon, so years back. Hear him talk about how, in years of his past, decades of his pastoral ministry, um, he's never had someone come up to him and say, "Hey, pastor, I've got something really heavy on my heart. I've yeah. got to confess it to you. I'm really struggling with something." Um, he says he's never had that kind. He's had that conversation many times. He's never had that conversation lead to, "I'm just really struggling with greed." Yeah, I'm just a really greedy person. Oh, yeah. yeah, because and, and the conclusion he draws is when it comes to wealth. We're always able to see someone by comparison who's yeah. got more than we do, yeah. and so we think, "Well, I'm not really wealthy. Yeah. I'll show you who's really wealthy. Right. You know who's really rich." Or it's so self-deceptive, you know. Greed is so self-deceiving. Um, that's why Jesus has to say, "Watch out! Yeah. Be on guard!" Yeah you don't have to say that about like theft, right? Yeah. Watch out. You might steal something. It's very clear when you steal something. Right. It's very, it's very intentional. Right. right? But that, but that
1: greed creeps in to the heart. Yeah. Yes. Slowly and deceives us. Right. And we can couch it in a lot of things. Right. And say, Oh, yeah. I just need a little bit more to provide, or yes. right? I just need a little bit more to yep. take care of something or, you know, we say like, Oh, I hope, you know, I get more and then I'll, I'll use it for good things. Right. right. But we, also maybe don't aren't as generous as we think. And and yes. it is. I think part of it's cultural. Yeah. Right. Our our modern day, you know, American culture is we live in a very wealthy society overall. Yeah. Uh and so we again, are the one percent in the world. Uh-huh. Whoever's listening to this likely right. is the one percent, even if you're
0: in tough circumstances right
1: but there's always someone wealthier than you Correct. and so it's hard for us to consider ourselves as rich people wealthy people it's, it's easy for us to read these warnings and be like yeah it's hard for a rich man to go to heaven and think of you know some that billionaire guy. right that yeah guy. yeah but but not not apply that to ourselves right. and I think it's something that is is deceptive and it you know it, it creeps in like we said yeah. it's over time it's kind of slowly so so some of the things I do uh or some of the things I think maybe if you're someone here and you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're thinking yeah. hey like if the Bible warns me about the spiritual dangers of loving money, how do I fight against this? If the, if the tide in the culture is going through it, uh, pointing me to love money and Mm -hmm. to to get more money, what do I go? What do I do to go against it? I think for me, I think of a couple things, right? One being in scripture really helps me in this, uh, God through his spirit uses his word, uh, to speak to us. And, uh, I just know personally in my life, um, God convicts me a lot through, the scripture right the the spirit will just kind of make a a a verse jump out at me and think oh maybe this is something Hmm. that God's trying to teach me right now yeah uh and also seeing the the examples of generosity and those calls to generosity generosity in scripture help me help me to avoid that I think talking to those around you uh I think the people around you can kind of know when you're getting a little obsessed maybe with money and yeah. they can see that in you. Yeah, and this
0: seems to be consuming you a lot. Yeah. Like you're you're, you're really anxious about this. Yeah, or you're or.
1: talking about it a lot. I've been yeah. there, right? People are like, yeah. you're talking about this a lot, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. and it's something that, that comes up a lot. Right. Um, One of the, the best pieces of advice that I received, you know, is just the, the call to be generous with our money, yeah. um, that it really does loosen the grip that money has on our soul. When we take the act of giving away our money, yeah. uh, it really confronts us with with those fears and anxieties and the grip that money has on our heart mm-hmm. and we think like oh i'm just gonna give this money away i'm not gonna get anything in return but it, it really combats that feeling and that grip that money can have in our heart mm-hmm. so i encourage you if you're a christian to to give money i i don't know if you do that but it's a really great spiritual practice that's been around since yeah. the old testament in some form and so you know give money uh, to, you know, good causes to God's kingdom and those in need around you. Uh, and I think too, just even taking some time to look at what you're spending on, you know, look at your budget, look at, you know, your yeah. credit card statement, look at what, where your money is going and just try to be honest with yourself. Maybe if mm-hmm. you have, uh, you know, maybe if you're married and you have uh, a husband or a wife, you know, maybe sit down with them and say, Hey, where, where are we spending our money are there ways that, that maybe we've let this love of money creep in and we're spending more on ourselves than we are, you know, on, on God's kingdom, Mm -hmm. um, or God's purposes more than we need. Right. And that's, that's really where I think this, uh, decision leads to ultimately, uh, is that I think it leads to a, a really a personal uh, position of prayer where you come before the Lord and say, Lord, this is all that I have, is yours, yeah. right? Our jobs, our income, whatever sort of money you have in your life, mm. it's from God. And to think through, okay, God, it's from you, and you've given me this money for your purposes, and and just go to the Lord and say, Lord, lead me. Like, yeah. where how do you want me to use this? This is your money. How do you mm-hmm. want me to use this uh, for your kingdom? Right. And so it doesn't mean that you know, you have to go live on the street. Um, You can spend money on rent and food and these kind of things. Right. Um, And the Lord gives you that money for those things, even for, for pleasure, even for things to enjoy. Like, Mm -hmm. like there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, But the Lord also uh, calls us to be responsible with the money he gives us and can lead us into, to giving money back to him and to his kingdom.
0: So to summarize, make sure I got this tracking with you. Yep. Money is the root of all evil. It's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. It's a poor reading of, 1 Timothy 6. That's right. Where Paul warns Timothy and he says, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. Right, Um, right, right. And it's in a pastor he warns against uh, the love of money and what that can do to our souls. And so money itself isn't evil. Um, Money is morally neutral. It can be used for good. It can be God blesses us in scripture. God blesses people with abundance. So obviously God's not going to bless some. One with something that's evil, uh, you know. So God gives to us as stewards the money that He's entrusted right. to us to use in a way that honors Him, that blesses others, um, for us to enjoy, and um, that our call is to be cautious and aware that money has the capacity to allure my heart to thinking if I just have more if I can just have more then I'll be satisfied then I'll feel content when the reality is that contentment it's a choice it's not you know, something you have to strive after. Uh, And so the call for us, I think kind of the concluding words in my mind, I think of what Jesus shared, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Oftentimes our heart follows uh, where our money goes, or you can tell where your heart is based on where your money's flowing. And so um, a good encouragement and challenge for us Um, Let's not misread it, um, but let's be true to what the word says. And so we hope this is helpful to you. We hope that this content encouraged your faith. And for now, we'll see you on the next episode of the City Rev Life podcast. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this and we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.